from what's on to what matters. It's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Good morning. Welcome back to the program. You are with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. It's wonderful to have your company this morning. Now, I've been teasing all morning about uh, the craziness of... uh, of 15 people who are going to be uh, trekking through the Simpson Desert. I cannot believe they're going to do it. They're just crazy. But uh, before we uh, we get into the trek, we're actually going to be talking about why the trek is happening and who it is to support. Joining me in the studio now is uh, Donna George from Jenny's Place. Good morning. Good morning, Trace. Oh, Thanks hang on. It helps if I oh. turn the microphones on. And uh, Ali Kamali. Good morning, Miss from morning, People Fusion. Tracy. How are you? Yeah, great to see you. You too. Now, Donna, talk to me about uh, Jenny's Place. Now, you and I have known each other for more years than we care to remember. We just mentioned, uh, yes, when you when my, my ex husband went on a, a Kokoda walk with you That's and right. uh, and our daughter at that point in time was seven months old. That's right. Um, yeah, and thanks. I'm still trekking. Yeah, you, you, you took off to Kokoda. I got stuck with the baby. I know yes. where I'd rather be. Now, um, obviously, you, you've worked worked with Camp Quality. You've worked with a lot of organisations uh, across the time. What made you? What drew you to Jenny's place? Um, yeah, well, look, Trace. Um, Jenny's place is a domestic violence and homelessness service. Um, they were actually in real need of a fundraiser. They'd never had a fundraiser. We were in our 45th year this year of Jenny's Place. And over that time, they've only ever had social workers. Um, So uh, pro bono, um, we did some work for them developing a strategic fundraising plan. And at the end of it, when uh, we submitted that to the board, um, we were asked to uh, come on board and help help uh, um, put all of that into play. So myself and Kim Britton took on the role of community um, relations coordinators. Kim Britton, ex-Hunter Valley Research Foundation. Yes. yes. So Kim is my partner in, in crime. We job share the role. Um, and we've been there for nearly two years now. Um, and we one of the main reasons we were brought on board was to keep the Newcastle Domestic Violence Resource Centre open and operating mm-hmm. because it was... Um, they were, it, it, we, they were worried it was going to close because we had no funding for it. And despite our best efforts and um, a lot of politicians' efforts, we have been unable to get the government to fund it, um, which means we have to make the money to mm. keep the doors open. open. And it's early intervention, Trace, so it's about getting to the women before they arrive at our crisis home in crisis. So it's a place where they can come to before they've left their situation. They can have counselling. We can develop a safe exit plan for them so they can leave safely with their children. Um, We can advise them on paperwork to bring so that we can then get them Centrelink benefits. Some women come once, some come eight, ten times before they have Mm -hmm. the confidence to leave. But it's that intervention of being able to get them before they're in that major crisis and it takes around 150 to 200,000 a year to fund it. And as I said, despite our best efforts, um, the government have so far refused to fund it. So we need to do something drastic to keep the doors yeah. open. And um, Simpson Desert seems to be one of those things we're doing. But <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. How many um, how many workers have you got there at Jenny's Place? Oh, uh, look. 
between permanent and full-time staff, there's probably around 40 staff all up. Mm. Um, but the actual resource centre is way understaffed. Mm. Um, we ha- we definitely do not. We only have um, two people that are currently doing it. Um, COVID caused us to really, like, our, it just went through the roof, the need for our mm. service. Um, because obviously uh, during COVID, a lot of um, the women were home with the perpetrators all day. Um, and it just made things really bad. So we just got inundated. And unfortunately, we just can't meet the need. Um, so we, we, we do as much as we can. Um, uh, but uh, we are the only resource centre in the area. So we get referred to um, by lots of the other DV mm. services, um, the police, the hospitals. Like, they all refer in to us to try and get the women early to prevent them landing on our doorstep Mm. in crisis Um, because we have two crisis homes we have a family crisis home and a singles crisis home both only having five rooms Um, and then we have 17 transitional homes that we can uh, transition them into Mm. but in the big scheme of things it's not very many (laughs) so people are couch surfing they're sleeping in cars um, and unfortunately a lot of them are going back because it means their kids have got a roof over their head and it's better than sleeping on the street. It's tough. Ali, what um, what drew you to Jenny's place? Sure. Look, Donna is always um, the one that I guess I follow. You know, Donna is a, a fantastic member of our community and um, you know, I think it was her move to Jenny's place that certainly got me involved. Um, as a recruitment firm, we're fortunate to also help Jenny's place with some of their... Um, staffing requirements mm. and through that journey I've just learned so much more about the organisation. I think on the surface when when we're not impacted by domestic violence ourselves um, you know we don't really understand what it's like for people mm. that, that are impacted um, and I, you know just I guess having that exposure now just opens up your eyes to how much an organisation like Jenny's Place is really needed in our community. And it's really disturbing, isn't it? I mean, I, I'm probably very much the same over the last two years. You know, what I've learned and what I've had my eyes open to with domestic violence. And it is uh, it is anybody. It's the people that you don't expect. It's the people who you expect are the the confident person. And, you know, they're the ones who, who are potentially going home. And it's the face of domestic violence is not what we mm-hmm. normally think it is, is it? No, no, absolutely not. And I think through... Um, through some exposure to Jenny's place, I guess one becomes more aware of the fact that, that as you say, it's um, you know it it doesn't discriminate, um, and being able to confidently talk about the resource centre and the fact that it is a, a place to start. Um, you never know where you might be, where you can make that mm. suggestion to somebody. You know, in a one-on-one scenario. Yeah, it, it mm. is really really tough. There's there's no doubt about it. Obviously, um, Donna, you've spent a lot of time in and around charities and uh, you know, a lot of cancer work you've, you've been, been heavily involved with. But domestic violence, it is a very different kettle of fish, isn't it? And it, mm. uh, it really is cancer. It, it is horrible. It is insidious. It, it is awful. And, and I'm not diminishing that in any way, shape or form. But domestic violence, it is an absolute scourge on our society. And uh, it's not until you get into it, is it, that you really realise how how big a deal it is and how under 
resourced, underfunded, a lot of these organisations in the community that are saving lives are. Yeah, no, it's very true, Trace. And I think um, so much with domestic violence, um, you know, there's so much the community can do. There's so much we can do. Education is such a big thing, you know, for um, people in our community to educate, um, even at school, to let the young men in our lives know, you know, that it's just not acceptable. Um, you know, we're very aware as, as a women's organisation that there's also men who are subjected mm. to domestic mm. violence, but it's just not what the part that we look after. Um, so, and you know, we're out networking all the time, talking to different organisations, and and it's as Ali said, it's not um, so many even um, tradie groups, you know, builders, things like that. They want to help. They're just often unsure how to help. Mm. And they're also um, a little scared because, they're, you know, men can be put into the one basket of, you know. That, I agree with you completely. That yeah. that is, I spend a lot of time um, with um, what were you wearing? That's yes. um, Newcastle Live is very supportive of that, and you're absolutely right. Mm. There is this perception out there that, uh, well, you know, you're all women, so you don't care. Well, no, that's not correct. We know and we understand mm. that these statistics are women against men as much as men against mm. women. You know, yeah. it, it is just that uh, you know the the, the the violence that's perpetrated upon women is just so much more yes, than, um, that's than right. the other way around. And a lot of it is just education and. And getting out there and really um, letting people know um, how they can just help. Like, like Ali said, just talking to people mm. about it, letting them know, you know, what's going on. Even with all my years um, uh, at Camp Quality, of course, I, I knew of domestic violence, but until I've actually worked for for them uh, now, uh, Jenny's Place, it, you, you don't understand the multitude mm. just in our Newcastle area, you know. And as you said, people you wouldn't expect. Mm. Um, people that are hiding a secret every day and heading off to their jobs and going home to trauma every night. Um, so the more that we can keep something like the Resource Centre open and operating, those people might feel confident to walk in those doors and just have a conversation with a social worker, more so than leaving their whole life and showing up with their kids at a crisis mm. centre. So the um, early intervention is so important so we just have to keep the doors open. So we have to do whatever it takes to make that happen. And that is what we will be talking about after 11, exactly doing whatever it takes. And you're certainly going to put your uh, your bodies on the line and do whatever it takes. We'll be back in just a moment with uh, Ali Kamali and Donna George as we talk about uh, their trek into the Simpson Desert. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning covers the big stories that matter the most to you. The local issues often neglected. Tracy Mack's plain talking, no nonsense approach will get your morning off right. Talking news, sport, entertainment, music, lifestyle and more. Covering what you need to know and even some of the stuff you didn't. It's Tracy Mack with Newcastle in the morning. Weekdays from 9 to midday, only on Newcastle Live.